downtown. It's time to start frowning, frowning. We're all going to frown. <laughs> I didn't become a musician for a reason. <laughs> Hi, Jay. What's Hi, up? Hi. I'm uh, okay. So this makes me want to ask a real question. I'm going to get into this right now. Okay. okay Here's what. Yeah. I, okay. How, okay. Uh, I don't understand. I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding like mad racist. I don't understand like white music. And here's what I understand. Okay, no, uh, no. So like, like, okay. When I think of like, like incredible singers, it's like that, like overpowered, like wow, like it's like, like on key, it's like, like you're like, oh god, I can't. It's too much. It's so strong. And then like, like in opera, that's what it is. It's like this strong, like slapping the face voice. And then like right. white folk singers and pop singers came. And they're like, oh, we got a real. And I don't understand that. Like, what? How did you translate? Like, when music. I mean, we also have people like who just have weird voices, like Tom Waits and John Darnell. But but that's but that's still a slap you in the face. Like, like, Tom Waits isn't whispering. I mean, maybe he is, and that's his whisper. But it's just like it's got that like like I smoke cigarettes with asbestos in them, and now I sing about the carnival. It's it's he's got like this gut. It's I'm just saying I never understand. And I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like it. I just don't understand where the light singing came from when so much oh, of the background. Oh, you mean, okay. Like, so where did that the, come from? Where you did mean it the originate? Light, the, you mean the light wispy, like, ah, Yeah. And it feels like something that was like really 1920s. And, I, and like, where, like is, where did that come from? Uh, Okay. So, like, I don't know about the 1920s, but at least, like, there is a... <laughs> There is a certain uh, style of indie music that, like, it's like, oh, shoegazer. It's, ha- it's yeah. hero. It's heroin voice. Like uh, shoegazers like that, where they're like they they're not really singing. It's just I'm looking at you in the face, and ever like, it's like it's just it's it's a whole genre of music that's just that. <laughs> it's just and again, and I'm not, I don't no hate shade, it. No shade. No shade to don't hate it. Users, I actually so. enjoy it. But why? <laughs> like, How did you get here? Everyone else is like singing with all their heart, just belting it out. And you're like, I'm just gonna do this. And I just don't know, like, how did you get here? It's Who was just, the first person who was just like, you know what? I'm gonna give it so 2%. Here's, <laughs> no, here's the thing is that like, okay, it's like part of it is like, sometimes your voice is an instrument and sometimes okay. your voice is just vibes. <laughs> I hate that I muted while you, when you said that. That really made me laugh. <laughs> I was trying to keep people from hearing me open a Lacroix. <laughs> yeah, sometimes your voice is just vibes. Okay. And, and Real cool I, I don't mean man. to say I don't, I don't mean to say that every everybody having that like sort of like thin like wispy voice isn't necessarily doing heroin i don't want to no like, say of that, course not i and also some as, people who sing very like i think was a uh, big as somebody had like a big voice and she did a ton of heroin so you don't have exactly to, exactly yeah, you can have a, a big voice and do for, heroin yeah but i will say like when i was you know very very young and before i did i used to do open mics jay that didn't involve comedy uh, what yeah what huh why yeah, why would you, you do that I used to sing and um, uh, actually I'm not surprised by that. You there were times sing. where I would sing and I would also have opiates in my system and I felt like I couldn't. Mm. It was like because you can't you're it, it. OK, so it fucks up your central nervous system and okay. depresses your central nervous system, which means it depresses your breathing and breathing is how you sing. So right. 
you have to try a lot harder, at least in my personal experience. Right. Um, and so, but there is also this whole like rock star. Yeah, because the weekend that's all the weekend does boys. is drugs. Apparently, that's like he got a kids joy- choice award for a song about cocaine. Yeah. The kids were like, yo, every time we do cocaine, bro, this is my jam. And it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's a really good song, though. It's really good. But just, you know, like the Kids' Choice Award goes to the man who does cocaine, but the gay people, we're grooming the <laughs> children. Well, that's uh, because that's on some level, I think parents would rather walk in on their kids snorting a bump than like sucking a dick, if we're being honest. Or I guess in ooh, the case of lesbians, you're so in the case of lesbians, correct. yeah. So like, they'd rather walk in on their, their they rather, I guess maybe the better way to say this, they'd rather find out their kid is doing coke than like having sex with someone of the same gender or, or having gay sex. Like, I feel like yeah. that's because, like, I, honestly, I feel like, uh, I mean, let's just be real. I, I had like as a as a real conservative Christian, I still have some hangups around Coke. <laughs> and it's, it's mainly just because. Uh, ooh, so here's what really kind of. Uh, well, I mean, me. I, I would I would hope that you have hangups around cocaine. It's not good for you. Right. OK, so here's what here's what really kind of uh, as, as an adult, I was, you know, when I was like, I can make decisions about whether or not I'm going to do cocaine or not. Uh, I had to take a. Uh, <laughs> Right, you know, whatever. Uh, I had to take a, uh, <laughs> I had to take a a, a, a substance abuse course. Uh, right. And long story short, I'm in the course, and the dude who took the course is just like trying to. He's doing the. Uh, let's just have some real talk about drugs, right? So it's, it's drugs and alcohol. So let's have some real talk, right? So he's like, yeah. How does alcohol make you feel, man? So he's like, he's doing that bit, right? And I'm, at this point, I'm like in my 30s, and I'm like, bro, this is like this didn't work when I was 15, but it's really not going to work at 35. I thought. And then we got to cocaine and people are talking about cocaine. He's like, let me tell you about uh, what I know, think about cocaine. Here's the thing. If you've never done it, you'll never feel the need to ever do it. You can just never feel it and just walk around and have your day. But once you do it, there's always a thought in the back of your head. who's like, you know what? You should do some cocaine. And no matter if you want to do it or not, he's <laughs> like, whether you want to do it or not, there's always this little thought in the back of your head. It's like, you know what you should do right now? You should do some cocaine. And when he told me that, I was like, I do not want a little voice in the back of my head just telling me to do cocaine all the time. That sounds terrible. Also, it sounds like I will listen to that voice way too much. So I don't do it. And that was enough. And I, at the time when I, went sure. into this, when I went into this stupid little pep talk, I was like, this shit is not going to work. And when he told me that, I was like, all right, okay, this is going to work for cocaine. All this other stuff isn't working, but for cocaine, I was like, yeah. And then uh, I did quit drinking, but it was like way later. It did not influence me on drinking, but I was like, I'm never touching cocaine. It just, I just, I can't. <laughs> I don't need something constantly telling me like, yo, go make a bad decision. I have enough of that already. I mean, it's, it's, if, if you, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, if you have an addictive personality, I say, well, you sip your, uh, LaCroix, yeah. uh, then you, <laughs> you gotta be careful. You gotta be yeah. careful. I, I got a heart I, I used to from... tell people that, I used to tell people that I didn't have an addictive personality because I was really good at quitting cigarettes over and over and over and over and over <laughs> again. I can put these down anytime I want. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick them back up again, but I can stop smoking cigarettes. Anytime I want to. Just as anytime long as I, I want stop. to. You know what it took for me to stop smoking cigarettes was uh, my gums started bleeding. Oh. <laughs> Just all the time. I thought this was going to be like a fun story. It's like, oh, I was, I, I picked a cigarette out of the gutter and I was like, ah, but no, so you're going no, to No, I'm. That's not, that's And worse. you know what? And sometimes I still will sneak one, even yeah. though. Well, okay, so I, I don't, one, I don't smoke a cigarette. Well, I can't smoke one anymore. Start bleeding. <laughs> so 
I never enjoyed nicotine. And by the way, this is not what the show is about, but we're going to get to the, the point. But I never enjoyed nicotine. Like, I uh, 100% do not enjoy smoking it. The only time I really ever smoked it was if I was out drinking and I was worried I was going to black out. If I smoked a cigarette, I would slow down drinking because I would feel sick from smoking a cigarette. So I smoked cigarettes, which would, like, keep the kind of, like, I got a floaty buzz going, but it wouldn't make me black out. And they would slow me down on drinking because of the buzz from the cigarettes, right? Because I right. couldn't handle both at the same time. And I knew that about myself. So uh, what happened is when I moved back here, I stopped smoking cigarettes entirely. And then I started just blacking out all the time. And I was like, I got to stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but I never enjoyed, like, a, I never just, like, had a cigarette and enjoyed it. Like, weed, I enjoy. Like, smoking weed is, like, dope for me i enjoy the high i enjoy the ritual i enjoy all of it for yeah. me smoking a cigarette i only really enjoy the light the puff and then i don't really enjoy the effects and like for cigars because you don't inhale it's all just ritual and then like a little buzz from a little bit of nicotine which is nice and it's just enough of a buzz to be like okay this is decent but even then i only want like maybe half a cigar if i'm gonna do it and i don't want it all the time because it still makes me feel a little sick and so I, I'm not 100% into nicotine. It's just not You my, have to be careful with nicotine. When I was a, a teenager, I put on a nicotine patch that my stepdad, who's like a 260 pounds, six foot four man, mm -hmm. uh, like <laughs> he had nicotine patches. He was trying to patches. quit smoking. He was yeah. trying to quit smoking. Yeah, he was trying smoking. to stop putting nicotine into his body. He was smoking <laughs> a pack a day for. Yeah. So this was a, this was a heavy duty patch. This was not for like, like a decades yeah and i was like i'm gonna take one of these nicotine patches and i'm gonna wear it and i passed out yeah so, you like, took a nicotine, double xl to the face it's bad nicotine is very stressed yeah nicotine's <laughs> terrible but okay so that's not what we're here to talk about uh but nicotine is terrible oh um, we're not here okay. to talk about addiction jay yeah. unless you, you love nicotine americans addiction to fossil no, no, no. fuels no no we're not here well <laughs> Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're not here to talk about nicotine, is what I was going to say, unless you love it, in which case, enjoy that sweet, sweet nicotine. I do fucking love it. No, if you do love it, enjoy it. I'm not here to tell people not to. Like, I, I don't want to put a qualifier on nicotine. If that's what your vice, and that's the thing, like, we're all kind of like hurling around the sun together on this little spaceship called Earth. Wow, that got weird. Uh, we're all like, we're all dying, right? We're all going down that path. And uh, if that's how you choose to go, cool. I'm not here to be like, don't do it. Just, you know, don't blow smoke in my face. Uh, you know, be cool about it. That's fine. That's all I really want. Just be cool about it. Like, do your I thing, just, but just be cool about it. Yeah, I I do still. I don't want to encourage like, you to do it. Like, I'm also glad. I'll say that I'm really glad that, like, you can't smoke cigarettes in every bar anymore. I think that's a good thing. I miss a but smoky miss bar, <laughs> though. I miss a smoky bar. I miss. You got to go. You got to go to the uh, South. You got to go miss, to the South because they have no regulations and they I don't give a shit about people. I miss walking into a bar and just getting hit with a face full of smoke. I miss it so much. You know, I love it's, secondhand I don't even really smoke. Want to smoke. I don't even really want to smoke, but I, it's just, I want the atmosphere. Like, I like, well, I like if they had just, if they just put smoke machines in the bar, just put a fucking smoke machine in this bad boy and just like, just smoke machine, like tobacco flavor. Like if you did that, I would, it would make me like, uh, I still love going to like hookah, hookah bars for that same reason. Cause I just want some smoke. I just like, just <laughs> like not even like in my lungs, just in the air, just like ambiance like let me like and then like if you do that and then have a bunch of colored lights around so it's like just going straight through the, oh my god see and ah. this is why this is why we're gonna die sweating <laughs> to death is because we're like 
yeah, I know that it's bad for me, but I, but I just really like inhaling okay. carbon. <laughs> First of all, V, <laughs> like maybe not because here's something. Here's something. Here's something that just happened this week. Oh. Uh, so the Senate and the House both passed a 739 billion dollar healthcare and climate bill. Uh, it is called the Inflation Reduction Act, and it is the most substantial amount of money that America has ever dedicated specifically to combating the climate crisis. So while you're like, we're going to die here, we are going to die. I am here to tell you that America is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't finish. <laughs> okay, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <clears throat> I'm here to tell you that America is, is, America V is taking the lead and doing what's right for the climate crisis. Now, here's the thing, V. I don't, I don't know why. What is this voice? Are you it's, a Muppet it's, now? <laughs> no, it's, it's just my mouth is full of American dick. I can't, <laughs> it's, 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 I can't enunciate when I'm sucking cock so hard. Uh, <laughs> No, here's the thing, V. This is the most substantial like amount of money America's ever thrown down the table for the climate sure. crisis. And uh, we're, we're going to have a whole conversation. Yeah, but that's not saying a lot. I mean, it's not like we've particularly <laughs> been helpful. <laughs> Yeah, it is like like if you have never uh, like if you've never done anything for like your child, and when you show up at their birth, like 18th birthday, you're like, "Yo, I bought you a car." It's like not impressive. It's right. it's like, "Yo, you missed the last 18." But to be fair, America didn't do nothing about the climate crisis. Let's not forget, America is also responsible for Captain Planet and Captain Planet, <laughs> the Planet Tears. No, they put money down. They made a, a remarkable cartoon about just five teenagers doing what it took to save the world. No, they made a cartoon <laughs> that was like, if you don't recycle, you're the problem. And don't look the, at what the we're doing really over here. The song really is, we're the planeteers. You can be one too, because saving our planet is the thing to do. So like, it was like, we're not talking to the people who make all the pollution. No, 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 no. We got to stop them. It's up to us. We got to do it. Just us five teenagers with the power of basically household items. We cannot legally vote, but it is up to us (laughs) to stop the world from dying. (laughs) Yeah. Us. Teenagers. uh, And and we don't even have like power rings. It's just, (laughs) we just have t-shirts. Yeah, we all know that rap. It's, yeah, that's the wild part. We all know that rap. So America didn't do nothing. No, we don't all know that rap. You're talking about like those of us who are like. We're the planeteers. You can be be one too. Late 30s and 40s. Because looting and polluting is not the way. Listen what Captain Planet has to say. Has to say. The power is yours. See, and uh, the wild part about that. I'll get you, Captain Planet. Ah, yeah. And the wild part about that is Captain Planet always left when he said that. He's like, the power is yours. And he leaves. It was like, yo, you got to do this. But anyway, all right. This is not a diatribe about Captain Planet. All I'm saying is that America didn't do nothing. I feel like you're not giving them credit. You're not giving America enough credit. They did some things. They made Captain Planet. Who paid for Captain Guarantee it was Planet? Guarantee it was America. Or I find out LeVar Burton put down all the money for it. It's it fucking, did Halliburton play for Captain? <laughs> like, we I, need I'm to convince you, these kids that it's their fault. They didn't do nothing. I guarantee you Oh my God, LeVar Burton. Well, LeVar Burton was a voice, but like, yeah. um... No, also he wasn't sorry. I thought I thought it said that he was a producer, but I was like, no. That'd been wild. Yeah, how wild would that have been? <laughs> oh my god, it's LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton has been trying to save us since the eighties. <laughs> and failing miserably the entire time. Like, why don't you guys want to stay alive? I don't get it. I tried to get you to read books. I tried to get you to save the earth, and you just fought me. But okay, while you're looking that up, I'm gonna quickly yeah, talk yeah. about this bill and some of the provisions that are in it. Um 
So here's what you need to know. It is known as the Inflation Reduction Act. It has been over a year of negotiation uh, among Democratic lawmakers to get this bill across. Yeah. The, it will, uh, estimates have said that it will reduce America's emissions by about 40% by 2030 when compared to 2005 levels. It is going to cover a number of tax changes, to, uh, including a new corporate minimum tax, a 1% excise tax on stock buybacks, uh, which is expected to bring in more than $700 billion in revenue, specifically for the government. It is also expected uh, to, uh, well, there was one thing where they, they were going to cap uh, insulin, but they didn't. But it's expected to uh, essentially give Medicare the power to negotiate the price of specific expensive drugs and then cap their recipients out-of-pocket prescription drug costs at $2,000 a year. Whoa. Yeah, but that's only for Medicare. If you are a person who has health insurance, uh, there are specific provisions that are meant to help you receive health insurance coverage through the private market uh, that were in, but then they got stripped out because they had to try to push it through a Congress uh, through Democrats only. And there are Democrats who are against a lot of that. So that's the part of the bill that does not deal specifically with uh, climate, the climate crisis. The part that deals with the climate crisis is actually uh, built out of the Build Better, the Build Back Better Act, which like, if your last name starts with a B and your key bill also is like BBB, this is stupid. Don't do this because then it's like it's Biden's Build Back Better Act. And it's like, fuck you, bro. Like, I shouldn't have to. Is this too much work for one letter is what I'm saying. I just it just makes me angry. And it's like, you didn't have to it's do just, this. It, for me, it just like like BB. It's just like like it, I just. It seems like it's like it's like super bareback. <laughs> it's just a lot. It'd be like if it's Obama like, yeah, was like, gonna, like I just I can't see I can't see multiple bees without. It'd it be like if Obama was like sign up for Obama's open operation up a little, and it's like, bro, just <laughs> it, anyway. Okay, so this part of the bill, uh, so it was a four hundred thirty nine billion dollar act. Uh, this part of the bill that goes towards climate change and climate provisions, excuse me, is three hundred sixty nine billion dollars. It is funded at expanding renewable energy sources. I'm sorry, how, what was the number? $369 billion, which again nice. is the largest amount of money haha, that <laughs> America has ever put on the table in combating climate crisis and like trying to combat climate change. So it's going to be uh, expanding renewable energy sources, really kind of driving the market, looking to lower planet heating emissions. And again, like we said, it's estimated that these provisions and uh, the way that they are laid out will reduce emissions by 40 percent by 2030 and more importantly it lines us up to actually reduce all of our emissions i think it's supposed to be 50 percent by 2050 according to the paris climate accord i think it puts us in line for 44 percent, which is like close enough it's one of those things where it's like all right yeah you didn't make 50 but i mean fuck it six percent off is better than like your current percentage off which is at uh, what zero <laughs> not zero but like what a hundred percent off so like right, right now we're not doing enough that would get us at least within the realm of the paris climate accord and this is for lack of better of a better term the entire way that biden is like like the thing that biden is like crowing about and being like this is the shit that we did we did this this is like their thing and it took them a year of negotiating internally to be able to do it right all right it's a lot of uh it's a, a lot, lot. Of it's a lot of bill. It's a lot of bill. We're going to read every line starting now. No, we're not doing that. God, no. It's very long. It's very long. We're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> here's what I do want to talk about, V. And uh, so do you remember, I want to say like maybe, I guess it might have been like two or three weeks now when there was a leak to the news that Joe Manchin was like shutting down bills 
and he was like, "There's no climate change." You remember that? Because we were all mad at Joe Manchin about climate kind change. Kind right? of, kind of. So yeah. yeah, I I remember there was a point when I was very pissed off at Joe Manchin uh, because like it's, it was doing the bill back better or the the triple. I gotta B be bill. honest. I got I got extra cold COVID goldfish brain still. That's true. So. That's true. It's okay. <laughs> I'm like. People are like, oh, you remember that from last week? And I'm like, sure. I'll jog your memory. <laughs> While they were trying to push the the big three. No, trust me. I'm, I'm cool. We're going to go through it because other people may not remember either. A lot of people got COVID. As we were trying to do, get that big $3 trillion, I think it, initially it was like Joe Biden was like, I'm going to do uh, like some number that doesn't make sense. $5 trillion towards climate, tri- towards, towards climate change initiatives and then it got trimmed down to like three and then it got trimmed down to like one and a half and then it got killed because joe match was like fuck you we're not doing this shit all right so uh-huh. all of that kind of happened uh at a specific point like maybe it, i said a couple weeks but in reality it might have actually been a couple months i don't know how time works because i while i haven't had COVID, i have been living in a pandemic so i'm not 100 sure how time works but i remember that was a thing that happened <laughs> so joe Manchin's kind of been painted as this villain and what i want to do today is i want to talk about uh Let's talk about the two stances that, that, while we don't have to have two, let's talk about the two prominent stances when it comes to conserving our planet. But before we talk about the two prominent stances, there's something that when we started talking about this, you pointed out that I think we need to take note of. Neither of these stances really takes into account um, like indigenous people. Yes. it's it's It takes on this, like one of them sort of, but not really. It's more, but one of them sort of, but not really. I think the, well, go ahead. Com- conservation as the way that like we've been brought to understand it by like you know when people talk about conservation at least when like white people talk about conservation i say this as a white people like a lot of times like when i see people talking about conservation they're talking about like oh like national parks and like we got to keep the lands like pure and it gets really weird right because it's like there's a lot of land that like indigenous people were forced to leave in order for like us to quote unquote conserve these wild areas so that like white people could like go look at them and go camping and stuff and like national parks are like really cool and everything but like um you have to like some of the like some of the national parks when they declared national parks in certain places it was literally like the outline of like the reserve area that they had initially given to indigenous people um and i i 100 agree with you the so that when national parks happened i think it was like during uh like roosevelt or in that time period when it happened it was well first of all teddy roosevelt was not the person to try to like figure out how to do something equitable. I think we can make that argument, right? Teddy Roosevelt Roosevelt wasn't down for equity. He wasn't like, yo, everybody's going to get a piece. That's not, that wasn't Teddy R. So like he, 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 uh, he had a love. In fact, his, his conservationism came out of his love for like hunting and sport, like outdoor sport. Yeah. He was like, everybody was like, Oh, he saved this bear. He saved this bear. And it's like, no, he actually like, like he shot the bear. Like he, he shot and killed multiple animals. The, the teddy bear. This the is not teddy, me knocking the teddy hunting. bear isn't based on like him. Like when they talk about like, oh, he saved this bear. Like no, he like saved it, quote unquote, by like shooting it in the face. Yeah, so and then stuffing it, <laughs> and then been like, look, I saved this bear for all eternity to be in my living room. And <laughs> and like honestly, again, I'm not knocking people who hunt, but when you are walking into conservationism already as a white man in what the 1930s or whatever time period i don't don't 
don't text me uh, or message me about what time period Teddy Roosevelt was uh, president. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care. The point is the time period that he was in, like not you, by the way, just people listening. Right. I, I I know I could be accurate, but in this case, for what I'm talking about, I don't need to be. Well, the time I mean, period that he was you living know, in. It, it's not, not a, you know, as somebody who has thoroughly enjoyed some national parks, like none of us are completely like. Yeah, it's not. And it's not a bad. It's not a bad thing. Well, the thing is that a national park is not necessarily a bad concept. But I'm saying like at the time, the person who in who did all this, who was in charge of it, was coming from a standpoint of a being a white man who lived in the time period that he lived in that just liked to have outdoor sports and did not care at all about anyone's claims. He actively hated Native Americans. Yeah, actively hated Natives. And not just that, but also like actively led, led, led multiple like wars against them so it's it's not it's not that he was the person who should be making decisions but the decision that got made was because so much of american land was just kind of getting snatched up and used and turned during a time when like you know people knew industrialism was bad but nobody wanted to be like we shouldn't do this you know what i'm saying like Everyone knew it was like like oh if if a if a farm or factory moves into your area they're gonna fuck it up. Everyone knew that, but no one was like, well maybe we shouldn't do it. And so if, if we give them credit for anything else, turning specific giant tracts of land into national parks that were protected by the government, I ironically enough not protected for the right reasons nor protected for the right people, but protected right. by the government did at least preserve it. From turning it basically into an industrial wasteland. Because without that, those parks are gone. And then who knows what the fuck is in there. I mean, maybe there's just... I don't know. Maybe We've fucked up a lot of the areas that we are in now. I am happy that there's at least some areas that are not as fucked up. Though I, I get it. Those areas- I will also say, though, that they regularly have to go in, in the Smoky Mountains and trank bears because too many people like try to feed bears doritos oh not to mention all the trash that people leave on the trails <laughs> they have to regularly go through and clean that bullshit it's not it's not ideal it's it's the worst possible way i and think these, to these preserve parts, something these areas of land were also being like like when when you see like when people came to north america or whatever and they uh saw these like oh look at this river with these beautiful like fields along the river and like these just like the 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 fruit trees and everything that the way that the land was when people got here wasn't just like that way on happenstance like people were like actively like it didn't look like a european garden right um but it was still it's still being cared for it's the land was still cared for in a specific type of way that had been cared for for a long 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 time and i think it's it was uh, foolish, I think, on the part of, of people who first arrived here to not recognize that. And I think that that foolishness it just, you know, has spread long term uh, pretty much to the rest of us. And I, this, OK, so I want to talk before we go to break about these two sides of conservation and then we'll we'll, we'll go to break. And when we come back, we'll dive into this a little bit more. But uh, so the way that we can think about this is that currently the two most popular routes or at least the two most uh, routes that get the most vocal appeal are one that's a little bit more morally relativistic where it is uh, fossil fuels are immoral for us to use because every time we use it we damage the earth pulling them out right. we damage the earth using it and we are literally just running through something that is not sustainable so it's also theoretically a mistake to continue to consume it because we're building an economy on something that is highly temporary it, it, is, right. it will run out 
So it's right. just immoral to set people up to essentially fail by giving them a system that is set up on something that will go away. Yeah. <clears throat> so with that in mind, the stance that many people who are in, I guess, let's call this a camp, the stance that many people take in this camp is we should do everything we can to limit or stop fossil fuel development and fossil fuel supply. And by limiting and, and stopping the development and supply of fossil fuel, the prices of it will go up so high that people will no longer be able to afford it and will be forced to look for renewable alternatives, will be forced to turn towards other alternatives that are better for us and better for the planet than fossil fuel. Yeah. Right. So that is one camp that strongly feels that that is the way we should do things. And every time there is something that gets, that is for uh, fossil fuel that gets struck down, like uh, what was it, the XL pipeline in South Dakota? Right. Uh, that's like a win for that camp. That camp well, wants it, But that. I also, I think, I think it's also important to remember that when we move from people, people want to act like uh, it's such a big deal to move away from fossil fuel when we actually literally already did that because like because it, you know what we used to use before we used fossil fuel was we would just murder every whale <laughs> like yeah and then we did well, something different so like like we stopped we, using an entire fuel source because it wasn't good <laughs> to do that Yes and no. Yes and no. We're going to come back to that. Uh, I, I need to make two more points and then we got to go to break. Yeah. So here, here's first point. Uh, this is the camp, by the way, that most likely are most most aligns with uh, native views. Uh, yeah. Most natives are like, get the fuck off our land. Stop doing yeah, yeah. shit to it. And this yeah, yeah. camp is like, get the fuck off. the. It's not so much yeah. our land, but get the fuck off the land. Stop doing stuff to it. So yeah. This aligns. This camp aligns. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. always fully take into account native views, but it does sure. align with it. And that's sure. the, those are the camps that typically are like, you know, like, yo, at least we have the same goal. Let's we get all need to drink water. Like. Yeah, let's get motherfuckers <laughs> off our land. We'll worry about what happens after we get them off. But for right now, get them off. And so that, that's yeah. what works. The other camp is, uh, I was going to call it Republican, but it's really kind of <laughs> like spearheaded by a very centrist Democrat, uh, yeah. Joe Manchin. And the camp that they have is this. Um let oil and fossil fuel go. Let them do their thing because a lot of people are dependent upon it. We have an entire economy that is built entirely on fossil fuels. And because the majority of people have, I want that, we let them do it. Right. But what we do as a government is we go uh, to the market and we take our money that we take from these people uh, that are you know, using fossil fuel. We take that money and then we sink it into renewable resources and we make it so that renewable resources are so cheap and so competitive that when it comes to the energy market the only choice you have or the best choice you have because that's the way to say it the best choice you have is renewable energy and that we back it as a government so and make it so strong that uh, fossil fuel uh, just can't compete and as fossil fuel starts to cycle out and die off renewable energy will be way stronger and renewable energy will be uh, the choice that everyone will take. And then we'll have a natural cycle out and the markets will take care of it. That's yeah. the second opinion. Now, we have uh. to go to break. We have to go to break. When we come back, we are going to dive a little bit more into both of those opinions. And then we're going to talk about uh, which camp this specific law falls in and why it fell into that camp. We will be back from break. Uh. Ha ha. All right, yeah, we'll be back. 
Welcome back to Frown Town. Uh, no, the thing I was talking about is that I, I can see how much time has elapsed in the recording. Can you see that? Yes. I don't think it shows. Does it show you that? Okay. I didn't know if it showed you that or not. I, yes, I it didn't does. know. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> now this is awkward. Um, so before we went to break, V, we did this cool thing where we were like, let's talk about uh, two different camps. And one sure. camp was like, uh, we are going to preserve the earth by stopping doing terrible things that hurt it. So fossil fuel hurts the earth when we take it. It hurts the earth when we use it. It also is not sustainable for the people who live here. We should just get rid of it altogether. And then there was the other camp who was like, be cool, bro. Fossil fuel is totally for everyone. We totally need it. We are just going to pump a bunch of money into <clears throat> making sure that both fossil fuel and renewable resources are available but we're going to give more money to renewable resources so they will be cheaper and people will choose them instead of choosing fossil fuels and everything will work out bro everything will be cool those are the two <laughs> camps basically two camps basically i feel like that's how it it, it plays out um sure. so when we talk about the bill that was currently passed uh which is uh just right now colloquially being called the inflation reduction act though apparently like they don't like calling it that only because there's so many things that are in it uh the part of the Infl inflation reduction act that is uh geared towards geared towards climate change is as we mentioned 369 billion and uh -huh. it would largely be used to promote green industries and to decarbonize the economy However, there are people who are conservationists and activists who are upset about the bill because to get the bill passed, which, by the way, this took a year. So for a year, Democrats were trying to pass their own bill amongst themselves. And the biggest stop gap was Joe Manchin. He is, uh, interestingly enough, he is shaping the way that policy looks like for Democrats because he's always the swing vote. Right. There's never there's never a point when someone's like, we got to get the progressive vote. It's always, we got to get Joe Manchin. And I picked a weird time drinking LaCroix. Sorry. And pick which, uh, <laughs> guess which camp Joe Manchin is in. Just take a wild the, guess. The, fr the, the, the free market will save everything. Yep. Joe Manchin is in the camp of, look, let's not limit fossil fuels. Which, I mean, okay. Can you be a senator from West Virginia and be against fossil fuels? No. Mm. So I feel like I don't know how much of this is just him being like, yo, this is what pays me. Stop trying to bite the hand that pays me. <laughs> right? And before I get into what I feel is going to be a degradation of Joe Manchin, I need to start by saying it is good that he was willing to make this level of compromise because otherwise, as we talked about previously, while, uh, or actually maybe we didn't, let's just start with this. This is the largest amount of money that America has ever put on the table for climate change. Now that I say that phrase, I realize I've said it before. And we were like dogging him for it, but it is the largest amount. And we wouldn't be here and we wouldn't be able to do it if Joe Manchin had not at least been willing to figure out a way to compromise on this. Having said that, the question, I guess, is, was it worth it? So let's talk about what we had to give up, specifically what was <laughs> given up, and whether or not uh, it was worth it. And I want to read this quote because this is a, a great quote. It's from the Center of Biological Diversity. And uh, they were frustrated with sections of the bill that open up more federal lands to oil and gas development. 
This was added in specifically to get Joe Manchin's vote. The Center for Biological Diversity described uh, those fossil fuel provisions as a climate suicide pact. Greenpeace. Yeah. Yeah. Climate suicide pact, which is uh, succinct. <laughs> nice. Fun. That's a Greenpeace. great time. Love you know it. who Greenpeace is, right? Uh, we like to yes. make fun of them, but they're Greenpeace. Greenpeace called them a slap in the face to the frontline communities, grassroots groups, and activists that made this legislation possible. It also later <laughs> said that the rest of the bill was historic, but it was like a slap in the face. So it was like <laughs> it's a slap in the face. It's also historic, but it was a slap in the face. Um, Adam McKay. All right, here, here. Okay, so Adam McKay, I think you know, made the movie Don't Look Up. We've all seen it as... We talked about it. It's whatever. Yeah. Uh, one of the screenwriting partners of the film is David Sirota. Here's what David Sirota said. Dear fucking idiots, climate change doesn't care whether your favorite political party gets a win. doesn't care whether your favorite MSNBC pundit is happy. It can only be stopped by actually reducing emissions, not by expanding oil drilling. Sincerely yours, physics. Bernie <laughs> Sanders uh, was just destroying parts of this bill, was talking shit about it on the floor, and then ultimately supported it. So here's the thing. This bill is clearly not in the camp of we need to keep fossil fuels in the ground. <laughs> it's just not in that camp. The camp of like we need to stop fossil fuels, leave it in the ground. Not this not this bill. This bill is not for this shit. It is nope, we need. And for a long time, like we talked about before break, America was trending that way when Biden first came right. into office. And I think some of this, and, and I want to take a side note here because I, I, I realized this about Joe Biden, and I don't know if I like it or not, but Joe Biden listens to people, right? So Joe Biden mm-hmm. does actually, I'm going to stop saying his full name. It makes me feel like, uh, it makes me feel like I'm doing an SNL sketch, but mm-hmm. Biden does listen to people. And the problem is, is that like, he listens to everybody. Everybody should sure. be listened to. Like everybody doesn't mm-hmm. need to be listened to. And so like him listening to people, he was like, yo, all right, it's fine. We're going to stop the Keystone Pipeline. Uh, we're going to bring in more regulation regulators. We're going to halt new oil and gas leases. And it felt like he was just listening to cons- conservation activists. I think, though, the difference is that Biden was listening to both conservation activists uh, who were more hard on the, like, stop doing this immoral thing. And right. was also listening to people who were like, yo, do more of it. And because he listens... To everybody, and because I think uh, he's a politician like any other who's concerned about staying in office, what the route he took was the one that, ironically, is, I think we can make the argument that it's not strong enough of an action, right? right? But it's going to keep him in office, and it pleases the largest swath of people. Right. And I guess the question I have for you, V, is like... I mean, doesn't it, it, it says that they can basically take, like, government controlled land mm-hmm. and sell it no no not sell it whoa 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 lease 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 oh, I'm lease sorry. it always stays with the government it's just lease so, it so there are so let's say like uh let's take let's take a for the purposes yeah. of extracting fossil like, fuels okay so like yosemite it's a, right. it's a park are they gonna be leasing out like fucking yellowstone <laughs> i don't know that's a great question will they great question it is federal <laughs> land and so, like, the, the question is, and so, like, with this bill, previously, like, a, a president could come in, uh, could be elected, and just stop it. But now it, it, it's guaranteed that they will have, they, that they have to give a specific amount of acreage to fossil fuels before they can give that specific, same amount of acreage uh, to renewable resources. So, like, <laughs> like before, like, that's what I'm saying. So, it's, it's, it has to happen. So, like, my question is, so what happens when... Uh, the federal lands are down to 
like the 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 lands we don't want to destroy, right? Like right. Like what do we do then? Do we just bite the bullet and be like, well, after it's done, we'll beautify it? <laughs> like what do we do? And well, and is this? I mean, because also you have to remember that like there's which it was it was funny like traveling um, earlier this year uh, because I kept seeing BLM, but it would be carved into like a piece of wood. And I'm like, oh, that's Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. like there's National Park land and then there's Bureau of Land Management land, which is different, two different things. But people often don't know the difference. I mean, for me, the difference was one costs money to camp on <laughs> and the other one is free as long as you can find a spot. There you go. That's the difference. Um, but, so, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No, go so, ahead. you know, you've got, you've got, um, you know, you've got these, these national parks or whatever, which are conserved, but then you also like butted up against that. You also have a shit ton of Bureau of Land Management land. Um, and it's like, <sighs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And that, that land is what's up for, could be up for lease. Now, here's the thing. It's an auction. Uh, it might not get used. Oftentimes, fossil fuel companies auction off or these leases and they never develop them. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's circumstance. It's, it's one of those things where, like, it's according to experts uh, in the field. And I guess you have to listen to experts because if we don't, what are we doing? But according to experts in the field, it's very likely that this is not, excuse me, this is not going to result in a, oh, my God. I got to stop drinking LaCroix during recordings. Sorry. This is not going to result in a significant amount of damage uh, to the overall conservation or ecosystem. Were these experts uh, for the, like, who were like... They all work for the oil companies. Yeah. They all work for... <laughs> it, it was it was all just Exxon being like, don't worry. Just give like, us the Like, hello, I'm it, it an was, expert from Halliburton uh, yeah. about conservation. <laughs> it was like... It was, uh, I just thought of a terrible joke and I'm no, not going to say it. Just, but it was, it's... Yeah, they were not experts. It was experts. like when, when my, uh, my mom... You know, she used to work for this company and she always complained about it and how terrible. She was a caterer. And I was like, yeah, well, what, what's the company that you work for again? She was like, oh, well, I work at Halliburton. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, like they're okay, not so going to treat here. you well. Like they're not going to treat you well. They're like, the, I, I had to explain to her why they were evil. Right. Okay. okay. So here's, here's, the thing. Let's, here's what you should, here's a couple things you should know. Well, yes. And I'm going to read this word for word because I feel like this sentence or these sentences are worth like sharing. Sure. So analysts, analysts have concluded that offering additional leases is unlikely to make a major difference in U.S. oil drilling, most of which happens on privately owned land and is easily a worthwhile price to pay for the rest of the bill, which would amount to the biggest climate investment in American history. Multiple forecasts have concluded the legislation could roughly double the speed at which the U.S. is reducing its carbon emission, bringing us reasonably close to the commitments the government made under the Paris Climate Accords. According to a preliminary study by the think tank Energy Innovation, for each ton of emissions added by its oil and gas provisions the rest of the bill cuts 24 hmm. i'll say it again for each ton of emissions added by its oil and gas provisions the rest of the bill cuts 24 okay so like the the thing that we have to like and so here's the thing and i i had this thought process earlier and i want to let's let's both go down this sure, rabbit hole let's together do it. is it possible and I, I i god damn it i hate that i'm gonna say this is it possible that joe Manchin is just more reasonable than us and like don't, just just take a second just take a second 
And let's let's think about some of the stuff that we talked about that happened to us previously before we uh before before we we we, we started you know down this path. So we were talking about how uh, Captain Planet and how like we were told the power was ours, right. right? And with Captain Planet, if you remember, it was never like let some pollution happen, fight it using the market. It was like no, you stop pollution, you got to stop it. You got to be you you got to get in their face. You got to be like ah, and you got to slap them up and put you them gotta in jail. You got to put your rings so, like, together. You got to combine your powers to to make sure that pollution stops and you can't be any pollution. We can't have it. None. So that's what we were taught, and we were we're told to do that. Everything has been been about recycling for us. We've been told like if you can't recycle, in fact, so much so that uh, we put recycling symbols on plastic stuff that we can't really recycle because <laughs> otherwise we won't use it. Right. Literally, that's why we do that. It was like ah man, people aren't going to use this. They know they can't recycle it. Oh, just put a symbol on it. They'll use it because then they think they can recycle it. That's the people we are. Yeah. So I think especially our generation is important to remember that that's really just our generation because of the push the government made to try to like help us not be terrible, terrible, polluting people. But the problem with that is that now when we are looking at a more complex decision, we don't want to make comp- any type of compromise towards pollution because we've been told you can't compromise towards it. It's all or nothing. We've been giving this very Scythian view of it where it's just like it's either you pollute and you do everything or you do nothing. There's no in-between and there's definitely not an opportunity for you to potentially have something be better even though it is contributing to fossil fuels Hmm. so i guess the question is is joe manchin like just fucking more reasonable than us have i been mocking this old motherfucker for years and been like this fucking white man just fucking us over when really he's just being reasonable he's like yo I am not going to make people pay a lot more money. I also feel like if I want to stay in power as a Democrat, not just in West Virginia, but just in general, I probably should not make people pay $10 gas bills. Because here's the thing. Remember when gas got up to $10? Yeah. Joe Biden's, God, I said I was going to do that. Biden's presidential rating dropped to 18%. And people were like, like, you could you could have had anyone. You could have had literally anyone just show up and be like, I will drop these gas prices. <laughs> and people would have just thrown votes at them. Just drop it $2, votes would have got thrown. And I think I think what we're see- seeing with this is that a lot of that gets addressed with this bill. And it also prevents, it It, it basically stabilizes the entire economy. And I, am I less reasonable than Joe Manchin? I don't, like, well, I, I don't know, <laughs> but I also want to like point out that like <laughs> there was also like giving people like things that they need to survive as a way to get them on your like political party's side you know you know yeah, someone else real someone else used that technique too well okay uh, but so but here's the thing i feel like i feel like so here's here's the thing though v and i think we need i think we need to have a bit of realism to this sure. because to an extent a politician their entire goal as a representative and not even a politician the entire goal of someone that you elect to represent you means that they're going to make decisions that you agree with so by default the entire goal of a politician is to make decisions that you agree with a politician doing things to give you things that you want to get your vote is kind of the nature of the relationship ultimately if a politician is doing things that you don't agree with you get rid of them even if they're doing things that you don't agree with that are better for you because unfortunately, the nature of the relationship is I'm sending you to go do stuff for me that I agree with. And unless you are coming back and educating me and really explaining to me why the choices that you made while they feel against me right now are actually in my long term benefit. If you're not explaining that to me, I, I'm not going to figure it out. I'm just going to be like, well, this motherfucker's not doing what I, I guess want. it's like so there's there's the like right there's the argument for like incremental change and not even incremental or just, just like getting something instead of nothing change that can happen right like but, okay so, thing, so I as like, like i yeah. feel complicated about that argument um especially right. as a now. transgender person 
in you America. See, right. You see where I'm at? I'm black. I feel yeah. you. you. see where I'm at? Like, I, Well, because ugh. specifically LGBT folks, like, like coalitions and shit told trans people back 20 years ago that like, we're going to work on just gay and lesbian stuff right now. You guys are a bit too much for people to accept. But once we get that, then we'll come back. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back and, and we'll and get more this. rights so for I you. Think, <laughs> I, I, and I'll say this. I think in the case of, especially in the case of LGBTQ rights and in, in like civil rights in general for minorities, I feel like um, there, there is, you kind of fall into the, the entity of um, if nobody's free, then if if everybody's if everybody's not free then nobody's right. free right so you fall into that like everybody has to be free nobody's free unless we all are so i think in that case you, there's not i think the waiting aspect for that doesn't make sense but here's the argument that i'm making for specifically geared around how we think about climate sure. change nothing else because i think when we start talking about other changes the moral impact is different right. i think here my my question really is is the path that we should be taking one where we cut out fossil fuel painfully to everyone's detriment? And it almost feels like uh, like the conversation that we should have about like meat and how we how we eat it and consume it and produce it. Like we should have that conversation as well because of how much damage that we do for that. But oftentimes it's just people knee jerk reacting, be like, "Well, I'm not getting rid of." Well, my it burger. reminds me of like but, remember I mean, meatless Mondays and people did that for a while. Yeah, like, and like. If you give them like some options, people are like, oh, maybe I'll do without it. But if you're like, like no meat, that's it. Fuck it. You got to eat crickets now. <laughs> people are going to like, the pushback is is what you're worried right. about. And, and so what I, I guess what the question is, is like, is this for climate change and climate change only? Because you should not have to wait for any other type of, of progress <laughs> or change. Again, for, for any other type of progress or change, we, there should be no wait. But for climate change only, this isn't even a wait. This is just the route that we're going to take is instead of making a very painful decision in the case of people losing power and most likely having, let's just be honest, if that they could make that choice and ram it down the American people's throats and try to make it as permanent as possible, but because of the nature of the American government, they just would vote other people in to undo it. So like, it, again, it comes back to this question where like, like every time I think about this, I'm in my head, I'm like, yo, is Joe Manchin more fucking reasonable than me? <laughs> And, I'm, and I think he might be. And I don't like that. I don't like that feeling because I don't fucking like Joe Manchin. I think he's a terrible human being. But he's. I think he might be. This route is theoretically the most realistic. It's not the one that's, that would be. I don't I don't know if it works. I, I think it's it's like it's, it's like if you were if we were all in a collective pot together and the, like the water starting to boil and half of us were like, turn the heat yeah. off. And the other half are like, yo, just turn it down till it's comfortable. Like. Theoretically, both solutions work, but like <laughs> one sounds wild. One of like, yo, just turn it down until it's just comfortable in here. It doesn't sound right, but that's kind of what we're doing. And I don't, I'm realizing now, taking a very hard line stance to this, uh, and now I'm like, yo, should I have? Yeah, you I don't know. know. Instead of I'm, boiling, we're just gonna simmer. Well, not, not even the simmer because simmer's still a cook. It's like it's like we're gonna make a hot tub instead of like it's just we're gonna have a hot tub now. It's just gonna be a hot tub pot. It's a good time, but it's a little, it's a little warm. We're not going to die, but it's going to be a little warm. <laughs> and I don't know. I think we're in that right now, right? Isn't that where we are? Where like summers are just like mad unpleasant. We're all getting skin cancer. I feel like it's, <laughs> is that, we're all just yep. like, we got that melanoma now. Like, yep, yep. I feel like it's where we are now. Like, is that, is that our best case scenario? Is it just like, are we being unreasonable for expecting 
everyone to fucking sacrifice. And this feels uh, attached to other stuff that I'm realizing in my life. I am very comfortable with making sacrifices for stuff. Sure. I think, And I think other people should sure. be. But I mean, is it unreasonable to ask people to sacrifice uh, a fossil fuel economy, to sacrifice a large amount of money in, in, in their part? Because right now, the well, where, I think the uh, thing is, is that there's, e- there's a are, lot of people who, because they're living on the edge of poverty, when you're asking people living in poverty, which is a lot of people in this country, to make a sacrifice, they're like, where? How? I don't know why. Like, so how, well, like, how do I make what, a sacrifice when I have nothing left to give? And I agree with you. And I think here's here's why I think this is, as you're saying that, I'm realizing that this is a little bit of a flawed argument because we're ignoring one really, really big way to solve that as a problem. So, like, uh, we could 100% cut fossil fuels. That's one thing we should do. That's going to cause a lot of disruption within the market. Right. And a lot of people are going to be like, oh, no, how do we get to work? The second half of that is we need to then funnel money into those people and be like, guess what? You need to get a renewable energy car. Here is literally a free renewable energy yeah. car. Your house uh, in your area and region runs entirely on coal and oil. That sucks. Guess what? We just hooked you up with and whatever the renewable resource is throw that down in there or at least a way for a program or a way for them to cycle off of it in like five years so that it's not as painful and the disruption is not as sudden i think the problem is is that every time we make changes to stop fossil fuel we then stop it's just like oh guess what bam no more fossil fuel what what now baby and then we don't do anything for anyone else and then when it's time to like do stuff for other people it's always done at like fossil fuels expense if we had put into this bill first of all it wouldn't have got passed like this but we had built into this bill and when i say beat we let me rephrase that if democrats had built into this bill i'm not a democrat i'm independent now <laughs> if democrats, i really did go i went independent after voting for joe biden i was like this is the last vote i'm gonna yeah, make yeah i, I mean i've been a voter. registered independent I, I was, since i could vote i was furious after that i was furious after that joe biden election and i was so mad about how we got <laughs> there and after that i was like guess what we're going independent now but the thing that i want to say and i need to make sure i say this is is this so after um if if we're gonna ah fuck so if, if we're you have to get votes and i understand that and it makes sense to try to do things on everyone's behalf but if you're gonna cut fossil fuels you can't just stop there you have to actually set programs in place to help people. Right. The only time we talk about helping people is when it's like, well, let's do the fossil fuel thing and then people can make money that way and we're not really helping them. And that's when it's just like, well, this is a kitchen table. I think it's like farm table. There's a whole like saying about this particular philosophy where it's like farm table because it's reaching out to people who rely upon these systems and instead of like getting rid of the system, it's strengthening it and then giving them other options. Yeah. But why not get rid of the system and then strengthen the other options so that they can actually use them? It, it doesn't make sense sense to only cut and, and i think it's like it's like this weird dumbass poison pill thing where it's like we if we cut fossil fuels we can't pump money into the people impacted by it we can only p- have money go into it from the fossil fuel industry and it's like that doesn't make sense we can totally tax the fossil fuel industry and take all of their money and give it to the people who get hurt and also regulate and end fossil fuel we can do anything we're the goddamn government i just don't understand why like, we take this stance of like this false narrative of there only being two things we can do right when there are more than two things and i don't understand why the the action was cutting and limiting fossil fuels and not then pumping money into the people who are most impacted by it and the regions most impacted by it so they could successfully transition into renewable resources i don't understand why we took this tact i don't understand it at all and it doesn't make sense to me 
why we decided to go with capitalism. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So I guess I don't understand capitalism is what I, I mean to say. I But it, it's I, this is aligning with capitalism, but it the flaw here again is even if we are going to align with capitalism, we have shown ourselves to be at the very least capable of like subsidizing and giving money to industries. We're, we're specifically put pumping money into a market. So if we can give money to like a business so that it can thrive and do better and we can see that if you give money to business, it does better. Why do we have such a hard disconnect with if we give money to people, they'll do better? Um, because they don't want people to do better <laughs> like they don't care uh like just, how much i, I, I don't know because here's the thing, thing i'm like okay that's cool but like also in my brain i'm like how much of this money that we've set aside is gonna go to like administrative bullshit jobs that actually like well i don't want to i don't want to knock that because there are a lot of people who have government jobs who that's how they're supporting their family sure. and unfortunately I, I don't believe in capitalism and the economy we're in but i'm right, also but like, like not trying to put are, families how in much the of this money is going to be moved around like like in a oh, it's going to be administrative like, yeah. and not not but not, not with, going to administrative jobs i mean moving it around in such a way where it's like you get jobs but like there's also a lot of money going towards like certain companies who had a stake in this shit beforehand because they're now doing like eco-friendly shit, but they're still using, you know, uh, uh, conspiracy theory yeah. brain. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know what you mean. It's, it's, and and I think there, there's always going to be that that possibility. Uh, I mean, that's what happened with uh, the PPP loans and yeah. all of that. I think the 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 thing that to remember though is that even at at this scale, the amount of money that may disappear, like if one or two billion goes, yeah. it's still at three hundred twenty or three hundred sixty nine billion. Sure. So it's it's still at a scale where like there's money to be lost, and there probably will be money lost, but it still will have an impact that is going to be probably larger than any other because every other monetary expenditure we've made, like this, has also had to face those same issues and have had its impact stripped away by it as sure. well. So because this is such a large ex- expenditure, by default, the impact should theoretically be heavier. I think the the real thing is this. I I think it's this was, for me at least, and I'm looking at how much time we spent and I actually realized we need to wrap. <laughs> here's the thing I realized. I realized this week as I was going through all of this that when it comes to like hardcore, we're going to fucking uh, really make changes and, and buckle, like tighten our belt and buckle down and do what we need to do to survive what's happening to our world. Uh, I realized this week that that's not going to happen. <laughs> this was a week for me when I, my innocence was left. Me. I was like, you know what? We are never Captain going Planet to Captain Planet is dead. <laughs> never, ever, ever. Yeah. Captain Planet is dead. We were never, ever, 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 ever get to a point where we are going to be like, you know what we need to do? We need to buckle down and act right never we're never gonna get there and i know i know that now i'm okay with it i've come to terms with it but i learned that this week because uh if if, when i was looking at this i was i was like you know what in all truth and honesty joe manchin in this context is actually doing something more reasonable than i am and the thing that makes me angriest about that is that it's in this system in context that is reasonable it is reasonable to keep fossil fuels damaging the earth and just hope and pray that pumping money into t- renewable resources is gonna come back to help you 
as opposed to come back to hurt you when you pumped the same amount of money into also resources for fossil fuel. I I, I just, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't like that this is where we are. And I don't like that the alternative would literally just be like, if we were like, you know what, what's the quickest way we can end up in a theocracy? It would be, quite frankly, it would be like, get rid of fossil fuel, fuck up gas, because everyone would go Republican. They would go Republican so <laughs> fast, so fast. And I think... I came to that realization this week, and I'm sad about it. So that's 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 all. I, that's my takeaway. Uh, I'm sad because uh, we suck. We are not good <laughs> enough. And you know what? We never will be. And it's my fault. It's my fault for expecting us to be something that we weren't. We're not that thing. Oh, Jay. We're not. <laughs> I know. I'm so naive sometimes. I don't. I I, I always. I, and this is a, a ongoing thing for me. I find that I always expect the best of people and all I ever get is the absolute opposite. <laughs> <It> is, <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. As a whole, humanity will figure it out. And humanity has 100% every time been like, no, we will not. We are not figuring shit yeah. out. So I'm done believing. I We're not going to figure this shit out. Uh, I don't. I jokingly say I don't have a retirement plan, but I really don't have one because I feel like we're going to die before it's time for me to retire. So who cares? <laughs> uh, this shit is... Down in flames. I I legit. I'm gonna go buy like a car from the 1970s. I'm not putting a catalytic converter on it. I'm not. I'm not recycling shit anymore. Why? Why? The power is not mine. The power is not mine. Captain Planet is dead. I hate everything. We're all gonna die. Joe Manchin. Uh, 2024. All right. Um. Let's just four more years of Joe. Just the other one. All right. Uh. V. <laughs> we gotta wrap i'm sorry that's, that's how we have right. to wrap that's unfair that's unfair actually v do you have no you close out anything that you want to say uh after all that i'm sorry um, i'm not gonna make you co-sign that <laughs> you know i just um get 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 used to being hot <laughs> yeah get money <laughs> that's that's what we um, i i have nothing uh to plug Fuck people get money I have nothing to plug. Um, All of your tubs will be hot. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we're going to wrap. Thank you for listening to the show. <laughs> we clearly got broken by this. Uh, shout out to uh, Joe Manchin for choosing our future. Uh, if you want to contact me, I am adjective underscore J, both on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, v, if people uh, want to yeah, contact that. Uh, you. I, you can find me <laughs> on um instagram tiktok and twitter at v chatty that's v-e-e-c-h-a-t-t-i-e and um you may not find a whole lot of content there lately because i've kind of been um taking some time uh i still yeah. scroll i still see things i still try to share things um but i've been taking some time yeah uh take it's it important easy. to take uh, little breaks for your brain every now and, th- and again uh, when, uh if your brain is in a bad bad shape but uh feel free to find me there um and look at the things that i posted in the past <laughs> nice and you can find the show also on twitter and instagram at frowntown pod uh we're also on tiktok at frowntown not tiktok we're on twitch sorry at frowntown pod uh twitch tv front slash frowntown that's it i am gonna go enjoy my remaining years in the sunlight before it kills me I I want to end by saying the power is not yours. The power is Joe Manchin's. The power is Joe Manchin's is how we're going to end this. I guess enjoy some motherfucking. Of course, power. a man with a God fucking it, black, last name Manchin. Manchin is in his name. It just makes me, his name is Manchin. It just, 
Fuck. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not doing this. We got to go. Enjoy F-Con. <laughs> Powers Man- Joe Mansions. <laughs> <laughs>